Roger, Roger. Roger, Roger. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Roger Roger podcast. As always, I'm Derek. And this is Charles here, guys, ready to talk another very exciting episode of The Bad Batch here on the Roger Roger podcast. Yeah, we got a good episode of Bad Batch last Friday. A really interesting one, too. Yeah, you know, it was fun. It was quick. It was exciting. Um, mm-hmm. It, it I, I will say it like bordered on filler, but it wasn't, and I enjoyed it. So if, it, <laughs> if we were going to have some kind of like filler, and I'm using air quotes here for listeners, filler, uh, then this was like uh, perfect. So I'm happy. Yeah, I really liked this episode. It was, I guess you could, I wouldn't, I would go a standalone episode more than a filler episode. Yeah, it's not filler. It's not, but it's a great replacement for filler. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, no one, no one wants filler. And this was an episode that kind of carried us through and kept us interested. Had some great action, great animation. Yeah, uh, some really good action. Great Star Wars character development too. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's great. It, we we got to see like ATTE walkers alongside like the interrogation droids. It's like mm-hmm. wow, these these things coming together. So yeah, it was a lot of fun. Yeah, you're and you're actually starting to see more of the shift towards the Galactic Empire. They're stormtroopers now. They're not wearing clone armor, but right. they still have some of the old tech. They're not up to um, you know ATAT walkers. They're right. You know, they're still changing. Yeah, it's an but, interesting uh, yeah. point in time, and the Empire keeps progressing more and more into what we're used to in A New Hope, and, you know, we have the Empire's, like, delegate there trying to get the Senator to be a puppet, and, you know, the armor, like you had mentioned, for the clone troopers is changing to be more and more Stormtrooper-like all the time. Yep. And, yeah, you know, people are getting weird vibes from the Empire now. And, mm-hmm. and uh, it's it's interesting to get that side. I mean, that's what this, this episode, episode 10, is called Common Ground. And I, you know, a, a large part of that is, like, d- does our Clone Wars ideology, you know, matter at this point when we have the empire on our backs so you know it's an interesting interesting premise yeah i think this was a good way to get the uh confederacy into this part of star wars because we've seen this planet before um in the clone wars um i believe it was the headquarters of the confederacy um during the clone wars and just think about how many different planets the Empire is going to with their representative trying to, hey, we're going to either do this peacefully or not. It's basically the entire galaxy. And this is one major planet that if this falls, the rest of them will fall. And it's going right. to fall no matter what because they don't have an army anymore. <laughs> right. And it's an inch like for an episode for an episode called Common Ground, it's no coincidence that they chose this planet. I oh yeah, it's pronounced Rakus. Rakus, so. and this was a planet that was featured in the Clone Wars, and there was a very similar theme. You know, this is like, this is like the friendliest separatist planet in the galaxy. Basically, mm-hmm. this is when Ahsoka met that uh, separatist delegate Lux Bonteri, who was like this handsome smooth talking friendly guy and, she, and ahsoka actually you know became friends with lux but then they had this 
clash of ideology around the Clone right. War because this planet is a separatist, you know, uh, has aligned with the separatists, and they just couldn't come to terms. But the theme of those episodes was like, you know, just because you're on opposite sides of the war doesn't mean that you couldn't be like friends in another life. And I think we're revisiting that theme now that the war is over and we're talking about, you know, how do we exist in in a world where now we have a common enemy. So they're opposite sides, but they're friendly and now they're learning to work together. And I think the clone uh, clone force 99 our bad batch was having that same discussion. But it's like Clone Wars is over, man. Those those feuds. They don't really matter anymore. <laughs> yeah, and they were very hesitant to take the job in the first place. Right, because that's such a famous separatist plan. It's like, well, we're going to rescue a separatist senator? Like, not really interested in that. Yeah, but and from Sid's point of view, she's. it's funny that she has kind of the same idea, but she says a job's a job. She doesn't care who it's from, why, anything. And they end up going because not a job's a job, but you know the like you said the clone wars are over right you know the separatists might be your allies now there are no separatists anymore really right there's just the empire and the not empire right they're so, saving someone from the empire right and doesn't matter who it is need the right. money and well, you know, yeah. <laughs> sid says the job's a job but i don't fully believe her you know i think deep down she's not as impartial as she fronts you know, I think she definitely aligns more with the rebellion. I don't think she's pro empire. I think she. Well, I don't think she's pro way, any of it. She is in her own way, like, I mean, she was the first person this guy called to raise the bounty to get him yeah. free from the empire, the senator, right? So it's mm-hmm. like, okay, why was Sid the first person to get the call? She must be some sort of go-to for either anti-empire or you know maybe she's so impartial that (laughs) he knew she'd take the job who knows but i have a feeling that you know she's she's a bit more honorable than um she's fronting that's my that's an interesting idea i don't think so like you think think she'd sell out the bad batch if push came to shove like you think she'd take a bounty against uh omega um I don't think after this there. after this episode probably not, but before this episode maybe. Mm. Yeah, that's um, fair. She did take a shine to yeah to uh, Omega, and she has proven to be valuable. <laughs> right. I don't know. I think she would. I think she yeah, because she can't compromise her operation. She wouldn't do it. Like I think I said this in a past episode. I think she would give them a heads up and say you you got to get out of here. Because oh, yeah, I'm sending people after you, <laughs> um, and she's like, "I'll try to delay them and maybe skew the trail, but you know, I'm not. I can't let my clients know I'm not a narc, basically. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Interesting. That would be cool to see, and we might That's... get some of that now that you know Sid's bounty's been paid finally, or Sid's mm-hmm. you know bill's been paid and. Clone Force 99 is no longer like forced to do missions for her and they can do their own thing now finally yeah, after they like should six just go episodes. to the casino planet really yeah, <laughs> yeah they should just live it up you know playing um the Jarek hollow chess J- space chess uh, space and, blackjack yeah just like 
be rolling in it. You know? mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, they don't need to do uh, mercenary missions. <laughs> they don't need to go against the Empire <laughs> all the time. But, yeah. you know, unlike the Senator, right, bringing us back to the plot, who does stand up against the Empire, they, they made references to, like, oh, I'm not a puppet for the Empire. Yeah. The, you know, there's troops just around the crowds of people ready to swarm in. You know, it's a very different vibe. It's mm-hmm. clear that the Empire's starting to show their, you know, full colors here. But the senator, to his credit, does stand up to the Empire. And then we get to see the ATTE walkers, which was really cool. And, you know, we got to see the clone troopers just kind of swarm the crowds and, and gather people up. And right. that's what triggers off the bounty with Sid that we were talking about. Yeah, after he gets... I guess taken for interrogation from that that droid. Uh, I think was in a New Hope. It was gonna yes. zap or uh, do something to Princess Leia. The R A seven droid. Oh, and oh, then the interrogator the droid. There's the I T O interrogator. That's what I meant. Droid. Yeah. Yes. So that droid, yeah, is direct callback to a New Hope, mm-hmm. which is cool. But this is like the first time we've ever seen one. You know, no yeah. one knows what to to fear it yet, but. Yeah, that's uh, that was a cool thing to see. It's like, man, they go right to the interrogator droids. Like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they don't even have like they're still using ATTE walkers, but they've got interrogation droids all ready to go. So that was interesting. Yeah, they didn't even ask questions. They're like, we're just gonna, I guess, yeah. syringe you with something yeah. just right off the bat. Yeah. So who knows? But it was pretty cool to see. You know, it was it was fun to see these these like you know easter eggy i guess it's hard to call them callbacks when it's a reference to something (laughs) that is forwards in time but (laughs) i'm gonna call it a callback since this is the newest star wars content so yeah i think uh, that's fair it was super cool you know omega finds out she can play space chess she has um you know she's really good at strategy oh i'm great at strategy beep boop beep i i win hollow chest you know right. so it's like okay cool I have guess. we seen her i'm trying to remember be specifically good at strategizing up until now i feel like hmm that's a good question uh, um she's always like i want to get with you <laughs> yeah i but was there i'm trying to think there was that the the droid head on um right. on solo's planet Right, right. Was she doing anything specific? I don't know if we saw her, like, feats of her strategizing or inklings of it. She always like had, have, a, like, a good read on it. people. She's always um, yeah, been able to, you know, hold her own in a scrape, whether it's running off to grab the droid head mm-hmm. or, you know, getting into the ship. It's, it's She's always been useful, but I don't know if we've ever seeing these moments and i think that's a piece of this episode there's this like subplot of hunter realizing omega does have her uses on missions and doesn't need to be left out of missions anymore and we're just seeing more of i just think they could have built to it a little smoother you know do a couple of more instances of her being specifically strategic in earlier episodes. Yeah, and I true. think there there's enough of that, like you said, with 
her having a good read on things, and this is the first chance she got to really put it into a physical, or a, it's not really physical, it's holographic, but um, <laughs> a an actual medium. So yeah. I get that. I'm right. not. I think I'm it's not really like knocking you it, know, but... Sid's the one that gave Omega a chance, and because Sid gave Omega a chance, uh, they were very successful. You know, I, I yeah. I, I think the message there is like, hey, Hunter, give Omega a chance; she might surprise you. And the hunter's right. like, you paid off our debts. Yeah, I think that's where it was going. But you were right. I think the senator's pot got more of a of a plot development than <laughs> the hunter omega relationship in in this episode. But that's okay. You know, we've we've gone through this with Hunter and Omega a bunch already. Right. So, like, I'm just happy that that's more or less resolved and that she's officially part of the team and going on missions. Um, you know, I, I liked at the end where they sat across from each other to play hollow chess. Um, I thought that was really sweet, but we'll, we'll, we'll get there because for now in the plot, we have these, these scenes where they're trying to take, they're debating whether they should take on the mission, Clone Force 99. Right. And one of the strongest, like, debaters against the mission was, like you were saying in the last episode, you were touching on this, was Echo. Yeah. Um, and you had mentioned last time that Echo seems to be at odds with uh, Clone Force 99's philosophy on how to exist in, mm -hmm. in this world more often than not. And I, that continues. It only further proves your theory. Yeah, and he, he was... I guess so in the trenches for most of the Clone Wars. Clone Force 99 obviously was, but they were kind of like their own thing. They did specific missions. I'm sure they saw the front lines every once in a while, but they did specific missions in their own little group and went back to Camino. They went out to do a mission. You know, they were not completely... They were not like regs. Yeah. He has a very different idea of what separatists were like why they were fighting all of that so yeah not I mean, only his was, body was know, used by the right, separatists yeah. and like they fitted him with cybernetic mm -hmm. jacks and all these other things so of course he's <laughs> yeah, a bit and, more and right. when you're captured and tortured disfigured <laughs> by the separatists you're not For exactly like willing to help him out right. oh yeah like and his whole body's all messed yep. up now and he's made the best of it by joining clone force 99 right. but not only is he not as a soup or whatever he's a um i'm that's a <laughs> that's a different <laughs> show <laughs> he's a um he's a reg but he's also um you know has this huge fallout a uh, huge confrontation with right. the separatists so yeah not only does he um not only does he like dislike the way the bad batch is living i don't know if he dislikes it but he's at odds with it like he's mentioned it to Hunter a few times, where he just, do we have to be mercenaries? We're soldiers. Maybe we should join the uh, rebellion just to fight, because that's what we know. And he's got that, and now add on top of that the whole separatist part. It's like, it, he even, uh, I think Tech even said he was, they alluded to him echoing his resentment more than once, um, which I thought was a funny line. Right. Um, yeah, I think, I forgot what he said, but the, they're like, yeah, we know you don't want to go. We've heard it, like, six times or something <laughs> and that goes back to his name echo because he repeats stuff a lot which is yeah. funny right. which is why he got the original name in the first place i don't know if we talked about this the other time but if anyone doesn't remember in one of the really early episodes of the clone wars um 
Echo got to, gets his nickname because he keeps repeating things out of the reg manual. And that's, he just echoes them. And he's still doing it to right. this day, which is kind of cool. Right. He's, it, like The commitment to their characters and the mm-hmm. callbacks to earlier seasons in Clone Wars, you know, I... And I have a great respect for all of this. Like the yeah. fact that we're we're not bringing new assets in; we're using assets that already exist. And by assets, I mean like, oh, we're going back to Rockus, this planet where there was this separatist conflict. And you know, in past episodes, oh, we are going to this planet where we're salvaging ships and things that was part of a video game. You know, like yeah. we are incorporating elements of Star Wars that thematically fit, and it and it breathes more life into these older things it makes these callbacks fun and yeah the fact Mm -hmm. that echo is still you know true to his form back from the the first his first appearances is good to see and then using him as kind of the the voice of like the the, the devil's advocate basically of like hey i don't think we should be supporting the separatists and all that was is well played he's kind of like the one that gets into these I guess you can call them ethical, philosophical debates with Hunter yeah. a lot. And it's that other perspective that makes this confusing time. Like they're able to have that dialogue. They're able to argue both sides because Echo has that experience. So mm-hmm. all really well-used pieces to create this this show, which I continue to be impressed by. Like these guys have so much Star Wars lore knowledge in their heads when they yeah, went in to make really. this. It's it's and it makes it a rewarding experience for me because I couldn't remember the planet Rockus, you know. But when I go back and do the research, I'm like, oh yeah, that is that planet, and it's a mm-hmm. great use of that planet. So I can just trust that they're going to kind of re-educate me on some Clone Wars things and some Star Wars lore and yeah, it, a big it, picture, but in a small setting kind of thing. Exactly, and it makes this extended Star Wars lore, which as a movie fan, you're like, that's not real. <laughs> all, all that silliness, <laughs> it, it, it brings, it takes it more and more seriously, which I right. love too, because I do think Star Wars lore is interesting. I just always felt like it was kind of a bit wild out there in the world, yeah. but they are bringing it in and that. taking it more seriously. And this episode did a lot of that. So I'm, I'm really impressed. Um, I will say like, to me, the Senator character, I like him in the beginning when he stands up to the empire. And I just feel like, I don't know. I could have used more confrontation. You know, I, I could have used more. What do you mean? Well, the episode's called Common Ground, and they rescued him and all that, but we don't really explore the the theme of, you know, hey, enemy of my enemy is my friend kind of thing too much. And he's like, there was a moment I remember where he's like, oh, make that turn. It's like, but it's a dead end. It's like, you have to trust me. It's like, what are you talking about? Like, can you just yeah. tell them? It's like, oh, there's a secret passage right 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 there that we'll escape from that was you know? a little yeah so yeah it's a little bit of a platitude that i didn't fully you know i was kind of like oh okay like we've done a couple of these like tropey things before like when we had the standoff a few episodes mm-hmm. ago with crosshair it's like okay these are like these weird movie things that you're gonna do to me now that you didn't have to do <laughs> but i just think it's like a yeah. generic script writing thing to put in that kind of stayed in so I think it could have been done a little better or a little bit more of a build-up, like you're saying, to why should we actually trust you? Yeah, I mean, it's an interesting moment when they do choose to trust 
liked him, but to me, again, we're talking about like development and stuff. Like this episode does a lot in twenty minutes, and yeah, that was another thing that they did. It's just a way to very quickly. Sh- yeah, it's something that you shorten maybe five ten minutes into right. kind of a few lines of dialogue, yeah, which so I'm get, ultimately you, okay yeah. with. Like I don't need to see another ten minutes of of Echo talking to the senator. You know, I really don't. Yeah. So when they say, you know, you have to trust me, and they trust him, like right. That's fine. But I, I have to say, I don't mind that the common ground thought was a little glossed over here. Because I, I think a lot of the episodes kind of do this. They're either more subtle or they're very obvious. Like Bounty Lost, very obvious. You yeah. Know? <laughs> yeah. Um, what Reunion, very obvious. This one, it's uh, you put the name let's say you don't pick up on the theme you put the name together with what happened with the separatists and you're like oh i see what they did there it's not hitting you over the head with it you know but it's there and i think it's there enough you could either pick up on it by yourself or if you look at the title and you're like oh i I see what they did and i think enough people can either do one of those things i don't think they have to really ham it up with the whole yeah oh well you were a separatist oh you were uh (laughs) A um, clone trooper. Can right. we live together in the same apartment? You know, <laughs> right? No. <laughs> so, yeah. I think they <laughs> did it in situation. a yeah. I think they did it in a good enough way that wasn't really in your face, but it was definitely there. I could see that. Yeah, I was, and you're right. They did a good job of like making this an action episode and touching on these themes, mm-hmm. but overall moving things along. And, right. That's what it was. Right. Yeah. It was an action episode that had character development and maybe less plot but more character development and some themes and they were like how do we do both but still focus on really it was i don't know 80 percent action so right it was a lot and it was, of action yeah and it was good too was i like to see yeah i like seeing clone force 99 actually pull off something really smooth you know like yeah. this is mm-hmm. what they do and this was yeah, an to example see them, of them as doing a well. full functioning unit you know, they drop the smoke bombs, they shoot the stuns out, it's all very coordinated, and everyone yeah. goes down at once, except for the senator, and then they walk out and nab him, you know, it's very cool. I like that they have their guns set to stun. Yeah. It's a nice touch. It, again, reminds us that the Bad Batch is, you know, they're fighting the clone troopers, but they aren't killing them and that makes mm-hmm. a lot of sense because they know about the inhibitor chip and these are their comrades and they're clones of each other they're brothers and they fought together yeah. and stuff like that so and earlier they were a lot easier with their or a lot more loose with the actual blaster rounds than yeah yeah because i guess they thought they were just they all turned and now after meeting with rex that's and true yeah hearing more about it they haven't fired a, uh, a live round in a while that's true that's true so, yeah they um because it was like the i remember like episode two too. where they were getting the like registration numbers or whatever and mm-hmm. they were just going crazy blowing yeah. everything up in in that like ship docking yard yep. and um yeah, it's it's changed since those first couple episodes, and that's it's even a the nice one with touch. Uh, Crosshair, where they th- that was mostly blowing stuff up, bringing the ship down on them, and they were using real rounds. But after that, um, yeah. but th- that was really live or die, though. You know, yeah. But here, once they're yeah, they're on a mission. They have the control over the situation. It's ever since. 
they remove their inhibitor chips on the mm-hmm. abandoned, um, you know, the Savage Yard planet. They remove their chips and they've been a They're bit more sympathetic yeah. to the clone troopers. Right, exactly. So mm-hmm. that was a really nice touch to see. I love seeing the ATTE walkers in action, contrast against this beautiful, like, garden-like city planet where they're just you know going around all these alleyways trying to shoot each other it's like tank warfare basically which was really fun um i love like i was i was kind of like okay whatever with this pot thing where where the um ra7 droid was like oh that's the senator's favorite pot yeah and then saves it and then you're like and then she's like oh i brought you the pot sir and then he takes it he's like what and i was like okay that was funny whatever but then it comes back again where yeah. you, you think that the the clone troopers have resecured the senator and he throws the pot at one of the clone troopers mm-hmm. i was like oh that's a funny payoff like i actually yeah. thought that was really clever and that might have that been my favorite setup, part yeah. of the episode yeah <laughs> was the pot and you know what it, it's a Hey, that's another reason to trust them. He did save the day. They built it. It, yeah. it was a little quick, but they did build it up a little bit. Yes, exactly. And in that moment where you're like, oh, God, how are they going to get out of this pinch? It was the pot, which I yeah. thought was so funny. And you know, <laughs> it, it's good to see this Separatist guy take action when he can. You know, he's the little guy in terms of like yeah. physical capabilities, but he stood up when he could. And that's always right. been like a Star Wars thing of like hope and fighting and all that. Mm-hmm. So it was fun to see. And yeah, he's like, you have to trust me. Which is like, okay. Like you could also <laughs> say in that same breath, there's a secret tunnel over here. <laughs> it was like, we don't have to trust you. You could just say what it is. Right. But they, you know, they shoot the thing and then, you know, Wrecker's planning the bombs and it's, it was fun. And I had a good time. It was a fun action yeah, it was a good piece. Episode. And, and the senator had this moment where he's about to get on the, you know, bad bad ship and he's like, Oh, I don't know, I can't leave my my people yeah. and then they're just like, dude, what are you gonna do? Live to fight another day, right. you know? That's I like, like the end. A, it was good. Yeah, that's kind of like a theme that we've seen a couple times in this show. Yeah, that's so far. basically the bad batch's life is <laughs> you know it's like we don't know what to do but we know it's not this we got to keep moving kind of a thing Mm -hmm. which is it you know continues to be a thing because the rebellion has not been actualized yet you know there's some radical guys out there in the form of um what's his name that Saul. Saw Guerrero. Saw Guerrero. Yeah. So, but they're kind of like eccentric, and there hasn't been like a proper rebellion. Well, I think yet. that I think it's forming. We just haven't seen it yet. They're being very secretive, but I think they're around little right. bits of them. Right. I, I think the beginnings of it are certainly around. I just think yeah. they haven't like gotten it together yet. I don't no, think they're no, like no, an operation like they are by the time we get to A New Hope. Mm-hmm. And even then in A New Hope they're a bit scrappy as yeah, well. Yeah, but they have a, like a, a structure hierarchy. They're yeah, pretty they have, put they together. Generals, they're scrappy, yeah, yeah, yeah. but they're put together right exactly so i don't think they're put together quite yet so people are like i don't know what to do right now but we gotta like think about it you know so that's what that's what they're doing here and who knows maybe the senator will join the rebellion at some point we hope but i um, have to imagine that separatists join the rebellion because it's not a republic thing it's like we need to stop the empire thing and that's it 
you know. And I do like the, the end is nice because not it's layers of common ground. Like right. one, this is what the Bad Batch do. It's like live to fight another day. Mm-hmm. I think they appreciate that he really wanted to. They they saw a side of a separatist that they don't usually see. They're like, oh, he just wants to really help his people. That's you know admirable. We saw that from some of our our senators. Right. And then the whole um, you know basically running from the empire these are the bad guys now it doesn't matter what side we were on because the war was fake anyway um i don't i don't think they know that yet or if they'll ever know that Mm -hmm. but um there's a it's what we know and we could see there's even more common ground if you think about it like that yeah no that's true and then it's not just the common ground in terms of political ideology it's the common ground between omega and hunter because what yeah, happens the is they come back from the mission, right? And they deliver the senator and they are in the midst of all this like chaos. There's crowds forming and cheering and it's Omega, you know, competing in this Dejaric slash hollow chest. Hustle. <laughs> Hustle, right. <laughs> and, um, you know, she wins. They make lots of money. I, I do like that there's this where Hunter's like coming down on Omega pretty hard and like mm-hmm. everyone in the group is giving him dirty looks. <laughs> yeah, Wrecker actually gives him a bump in the shoulder. Yeah, like, like walks and, into him, yeah. And it's like, hey, like, chill. <laughs> she did good. Yeah, exactly. So I really like those moments where it's like, what mm-hmm. are you doing? Like, you're supposed to lay low. This is not laying low. And Sid's like, <laughs> I mean, it's I'd not, be more be kind if I was you. She just paid off all your debts. You know, <laughs> it's like, <laughs> oh, okay. And then everyone, and then he's like, you know, go somewhere. I'll talk about this later. Yeah. You know, he doubles down on being mean. And then everyone's like, dude, bad, bad call there. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, I enjoyed that. And, you know, Wrecker is, you know, got this you know childlike sense of wonder and connects with omega more than most of the other members of the bad batch so he's you know vouching for giving you know right. ro- walking into hunter staring him down and all that and hunter knows by that point like as soon as he doubled down on being stern he could kind of regretted it and so it was nice to see that kind of confrontation play out and, and then hunter kind of gives in and his way of showing that is by competing with omega in yeah. the game of hollow chess and you could tell omega was super happy to do that and mm-hmm. there you know she's she's throwing back some banter you know she's you know talking some smack as they sit down to play the game and then it ends with them about to start the game i i can only assume that omega wins but um i think it's up to inter- i don't think it matters who wins i no, think right. once they sit down he's acknowledging like hey it's where I wouldn't say equals, he's still the squad leader, but he's easing back on the, I guess I don't want to say parental side because he's, he's definitely being less very parental. Direct as yeah, a it's he's easing back on. I'll give you some more leeway, some more freedom, and prove to me that you are ready for this. Right. And I think she does. It doesn't matter who wins, even if Hunter is um, a better strategist and he wins. I think. The fact that they're just sitting down is enough to say that you're in. You know, we're not yeah. going to leave you behind anymore. Exactly. They should really give her some armor still. But. Yeah, <laughs> let's give her some armor, a helmet maybe, and yeah, um, yeah that's a very great point. You know that we 
we aired that point last time, and I yeah, <laughs> it's like come on, so let's get her a helmet. They made a little cash now. Yeah, exactly. They don't have any debts anymore. No, know? they have no debts, and they just got paid for this mission, so they That's have some right. cash. They have cash, and then. Right. Uh, you know, she can also continue to play uh, Dejaric, so... Well, that's what I'm saying. Just skip out all... Just go to the casino <laughs> planet we saw in episode uh, eight. Right, exactly. And keep that... Maybe moving. we saw Omega in the background. Who yeah, knows? maybe she's there, like one of the tycoons, you know? <laughs> that could be true. That would be funny. Because we don't know where she is. She ends up somewhere at some point somehow. Yeah. So she settles in somewhere. Uh, and, yeah, it's... It's uh, it's an interesting play for certain, and it's just this idea again of common ground. It's like, hey, I can respect that you have you know this skill, and I want you to be in missions more, and like this idea of hey, we can work together on missions is is this common ground between right. uh, Omega and Hunter that I. I enjoyed it as well. So it was a nice touch at the end. You know, oftentimes these episodes end with the two of them coming a bit closer to an understanding, mm-hmm. coming closer to terms on how to coexist. And it went from like, you should be with us to now we're at the point of, okay, you should go on missions. So it's, yeah, it's it went from you shouldn't be with us to you can stay with us to this is your home to you're really. Oh, excuse me. You're really one of us. You yeah, know? exactly. Like you can be in the missions now. Right. So who knows? Maybe we'll see some armor now in an act of solidarity. Yeah, that'd be cool. <laughs> that would be cool. And yeah, I mean, we. This is a new development for Omega. Another skill that we've learned about. So it's like, okay, strategy is a skill. Is she? Is she an enhanced clone? Or does she just have... Is she just smart? Yeah. Does she just have, like, that fresh DNA? You know, who knows? But it's probably a combination (laughs) of both. (laughs) Yeah. Um, So it's interesting to see where it goes. Because right now they're not... They've really stopped hinting at any kind of powers or sensitivities or things like that. And they've really kind of presented just like, oh, she's, you know... The best yeah, it doesn't sound like she's DNA. enhanced, she's really. Good strategy, right? Well, maybe, maybe she is, but maybe not. Well, they're not hinting at it anymore. Is all I'm saying. The right. whole Alpha Omega thing is just fresh DNA. It has nothing to do with enhancements. Like Boba's not enhanced, I don't think. So, um, maybe she's not. You know, right? Maybe that's another. Maybe that's still a secret layer. Who knows? Who knows? It's... They're keeping it close to the cuff, really. Right, it's not something that it's not a plot that they're developing at or hinting at that much. Yeah, yeah, they didn't leave any um, hints for this episode. I'm not sure where we're going next, really. Right, yeah, we could go anywhere. The debts are paid. Omega's part of the crew. Yeah, um, they could go anywhere and do anything, which I'm kind of excited about. I want to see them, you know, leave Sid behind for a while and do some new things. I don't know what those things are going to be, but who knows? Yeah, I have a feeling they're gonna we're gonna see the Empire in more full force mm. next episode. Maybe another bounty hunter attack. No, I think that's getting a little. They've done repeated that a few times. I think we're gonna see something new, kind That'd be of. Nice. Yeah, just my guess. 
That's good. I mean, yeah, I wish they left us more to speculate on. I think that's why I'm like hinting that we've like kind of encroached filler territory, but we really didn't. And yeah, just because it doesn't give you something to guess at or think about for the next episode, I don't think it's quite filler. No, I don't think so either. I think yeah. you know it was fun. It was well done. It looked amazing, and um, I'm happy. I'm looking forward to you know we still have quite a few episodes to go. Oh, yeah. uh, we have what like six more to go still. Six or seven, right? Wow. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it's it's exciting stuff, and who knows where it's yeah. going to leave us? I think, like you said, we're working in some empire. I think we're going to work in some some big. Uh, uh, character yeah like we're reaching here the beginning of the end of the show because i think a couple episodes ago was the halfway point right so i think this is going to start because i know clone wars really likes three episode arcs and i think if we have six episodes left maybe we'll get like a, another quote-unquote filler episode the beginning of an arc and then the arc you know right. something that leads up to something big that's we're we're gonna it's starting and this right. is the perfect episode. The team episode is to... all together. Yeah. They're solid. They're in yeah. their roles. Now it's time to put them to the test. Right. You know, and we and have this six was a perfect... episodes to make that happen. Yeah, and this was like a perfect divider episode. There's right. no hints at what's coming, mm-hmm. but everything is in place. Their debts are filled. Omega has a specific role now. Um, so I think we're yeah. going to start something. Maybe not super hot, but it's going to be a slow burn and then... Something crazy. Right. That's my guess. The galaxy is their oyster. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's palps, but... <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> right. So, we'll see. We will see. I wonder if... Um, what's his name? Cody? The... Um, Commander the, uh, Cody? No, no, no. The Padawan Jedi. Oh, Caleb. 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 <laughs> I wonder if we're going to see... Uh, I have to imagine that he's not just going to disappear. We saw him in the first episode and then nothing. I bet he comes back. Right. For sure. I mean, I know he's a main character in, like, Rebels, but maybe he'll Oh, is he? I didn't know that. Mm -hmm. Oh, maybe he was just a cameo then. Maybe, but it would be Hmm. nice. I don't know. Maybe they, like, I have a... Like they must have set him up for a reason. They just let him loose. <laughs> it's like, oh, well, it's just a uh, Order sixty six tie into Rebels, right? You know, it might not mean anything because I think we're going to get a much bigger Jedi dro- uh, drop than him. So true, true. So we might see him. We might not. Maybe he was a cameo, not a developing character. And I think, or we'll see both. But I think he's not the jet the Jedi drop we're going to get. It's going to be somebody else. Right. Or a big one, I mean. He he might show up, but he's not the the crux of whatever plot is going to happen. True. Yeah, that's. I think that's fair. I, I just think there was like the rebels connection and all that. So. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think we've done it all. We've gone through the plots, the themes, the yeah. predictions. This was a good episode. I like this one a lot. Rock solid, short and sweet. I also thought you know it it, it moved fast, and. Uh, Oh, yeah. I meant the Bad Batch. Ours was good, too. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I was talking about the Bad Batch, too. <laughs> but I guess, yeah, you could have interpreted it as the episode. Yeah, the episode was short and sweet, too. Um, 
no yeah i mean no need to drag it out we have a good time yeah. here i mean it's twice as long as the episode was so yeah somehow <laughs> uh that's as uh this is uh this is it i think unless yeah. there's anything else you want to bring to the table not really all right. I think we hit all our points. We hit all the points, guys. And if you like what you heard, show us some love over on Twitter at Roger Roger Pod, Instagram yeah. as well. And uh, let us know your thoughts. Give us a follow. All those good things. Yeah, we'll see you guys next time. Goodbye. Roger, Roger. Roger, Roger. Roger, Roger.